I'm. This is this is an eye-opening countdown. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, for all all the, involved, all the wrong reasons. You were just telling me off the air, hope you don't mind if I bring it up, all your personal problems, but your insomnia that you've been struggling with. I want to caution you because there is a classic Mary Tyler Moore show episode where Mary has insomnia. And if you're wondering if I'll tell you about it, yes, I, I figured will. it was coming. She struggles. Struggle. With sleeping. I know Kendall, how she feels. Many nights in a row, she begins, you know, worrying about the insomnia. And so mm-hmm. she starts taking. Makes it worse and worse. Sleeping pills. Ooh, and of course, Mr. Grant, he can spot the signs of addiction from a mile away. And he says, Mary, you got to stop with the sleeping pills. And it goes so far as to one night, you know, she's like, no, no, I don't want to take the pills. And Lou, Mr. Grant, has to come over. Please don't while I'm talking about Mary Colin Moore. <laughs> and Lou, Mr. Grant, has to come over. And she falls asleep in his arms. Poor Mary. I know. But she got through the night without succumbing to her sleeping pill addiction. So, that's my warning to you, Kendall. Ding the bell. It's too far for me to reach. Hold on. Well, now I can say, well, if Mary made it through it. Right. I can think, I'm going to make it after all. You are going to make it after all. It is tough. I mean, sleeping used to come so easy. Who thought it'd be hard? I don't know how any soul on earth could turn our show on and not fall asleep. Well, that may be the problem, because every time I start to drift off, you go, and it wakes me up. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I've tried the show. I've tried all the things that make me sleep, and nothing's working. You've tried all the folk remedies, like our show. Yeah, I mean, that was number one. (laughs) But let the listeners say... Yeah. Number one thing to put you to sleep. Now, we should do that, Kat. Well, listen, if you're still Ooh. not sleeping next week, that's what we'll do. I haven't tried warm milk. Warm milk. There you go. Warm cashew milk I is what you're going to yeah, go be, with. Yeah. Except almond. I don't like cashew. Almond, isn't, almond milk, is that the one that's really bad for the environment? Yes. What, what makes it so bad? I don't know. Like, I think the water to grow almonds, probably. Oh. I think. If we all just had our own little garden... Wouldn't that be better than us sure. going to Growing the store? Growing some almonds. Well, you can make your own almond milk. Well, I'm not going to go that far. I mean, it's easy. You just put in, you put almonds in a blender and water. That's it. No thanks. <laughs> not interested. All right, Kendall. We're not talking about almond milk. No, we're not. We're not talking about this palatial estate. No, we're not. Of Maria von Chandelier. It's fancy. It is so fancy. I have never seen these paintings so huge. It's like bus size level. They're as big as a bus. These paintings and it's like Renoir. Finally a canvas that somebody could paint us on. <laughs> and you know, I have never seen anybody that had one, much less three indoor pools. Three. There was three because one is cool, one is medium warm temperature, and then one is hot. 
I thought it was just a really big bathtub. Well, for us, it would be. <laughs> but now we're here, Mrs. Potter Butter to Butter Churn, Mr. Snodbottom. They were going to this fancy dinner party, and they were, you know, kind of, they came over in all their fancy finery. And we were like, well, you know, Susan's out of town with the baby. We don't really have anything to do. And so we looked real sad until we finally were invited along. And Charles, the contractor, of course, he had to come put up our booth. And we said, we'll just do a show. We won't even, you know, take up space. Won't even know we're here. No, they won't even know. Well, and that just goes with our old our old saying, if you're not invited somewhere, invite yourself along. Invite, you know, there's no reason not to. Well, I mean, the worst thing to say is no. You never know until you ask. There you go. Go. Oh, my goodness. Isn't this a lovely house here from by Mrs. Von Chandelier? Oh, it's, it's wonderful. It's, it's a little opulent for me, you know, but but quite a lovely house. Oh, yes. And there are so many of Busheltown's big names here from the business community, boys. Oh, I don't, I, I don't even know. I haven't seen anybody. They're so big. I got lost trying to find the bathroom. Well, <laughs> I, I did found find it. the pantry. Okay. Oh no! Well, but I've seen a lot of people file through. We we don't have a really good view of the table, but Mrs. Butter Butter Butcher, who are some of the big names that are here from the town? Oh, well, Mr. Sweetums, dear, he's here. The oh, owner of yes. the of the chocolate factory. <laughs> he's such a big name in Busheltown. Yes, and Marcus Birdsworth, who owns the Bird Sanctuary, boys. He is here, of course, as well. Oh, dear, his name is so on the knows, but a lovely gentleman. Well, he was born to do what he does, dear, and he'll do anything for the birds. Absolutely, dear, and of course, Mrs. Sugarbottom from Smackover, dear, she's such a philanthropist. Oh, yes, and I believe she may be a distant cousin. Oh, my. Oh, no, I have lots of cousins, dear. Well, we all do, don't we? Mine are all distant. Oh, uh, is that the dinner bell that I hear them ringing? In oh, the... bring us something oh, back. Yes, come along, sugar lump. We mustn't be late. Oh, for absolutely this not, dear. That's top running. Oh, we're coming, dear. We're coming. Oh, all um, right. But that's not what we're talking I bet about either. A lot of meat, anyway. So. I just want rolls. <laughs> just bring us the rolls. Roll one this way. But that's time what we're talking about either. No. Kendall, what are we even, for God's sake, here for? I'm glad we've covered all the things we're not talking about. It's time to get to what we are. got to get those out of the way we're first. We're doing a mini countdown. No, we're doing a full-on countdown. A maxi countdown. Oh, that's right. I'm, thank God, because we need it. Because this is a big one. This almost should be a double length. Oh, maxi, maxi. We're going to have to go into overtime. So <laughs> many great movies from 1993. We're doing a countdown. Movies of 93. Now, Kendall, when I was going through this list, it really hit me that, man, oh, man, 30 years ago, when we were 11 and 12 in 1993, you know. They had it figured out? They, I don't know if they had it figured out, but... We were, I was, super addicted to all these movies. Oh, yeah. I, all of them, even the ones that I didn't see, like Summersby with Jodie Foster. I remember it because it was a trailer on some other tape that I had that I watched 150 <laughs> times. And so I remember things like Summersby and Heart and Souls with Robert Downey Jr. Even uh, the lesser. Did you watch Heart and Souls? 29 years oh, well, ago. Well, I didn't it. know if you were saying that was one of the trailers you saw. And no, but, it, but I feel like I saw the trailer. It was one of those, you know, always there at the video yes, store. Yeah. I watched that movie over and over again. I watched it recently. Did you? Oh, I love that movie. It's so good. 
Um, I just love the fact that this bus driver pulls up to, because I won't spoil it for everybody, but they die in a bus wreck in the uh -huh. beginning. And the bus driver keeps coming back to pick them up when it's time for them to go. And I just love this bus just drove through the wall and drove in. He was like, time to go. <laughs> love it. Love it. Go watch it if you haven't watched it. Heart and Souls is that one, right? Yeah. All right. But it wasn't it. It was such a great time when we were kids that you would have to watch these trailers. Because or I mean, you could fast forward through them, obviously. But every time you'd watch the movie, you'd see these coming attractions. And even if they were old, you're like, oh, that's another good movie. It just reminded you of all the great things to watch. Mm -hmm. It did. Good time. Good time, Scandal. Oh, I'm I'm nervous. <gasps> You're nervous. I'm, we're all nervous. We're all nervous. It's a nervous energy here today. <laughs> this week, we're all nervous. Go ahead, I guess go ahead and flip that space card. All right, let's, get let's, it just, let's just rip the Band-Aid off. Call it, Cliff. I say <laughs> Tails. Tails is old as time. Oh, hits. Oh. We're nervous before. Get even more nervous. Oh, I'm double nervous. <laughs> All right. Had to get that wedgie out. Now we're ready to go. Oh, God. I hope none of those fancy friends in there saw you picking your asshole. Oh, they weren't watching. Cliff, number 10. Now, this is a follow-up movie to another movie. <laughs> um, but it is wonderful, just as the original one was. Um... And it also, the reason it's, I gotta tell you, all these movies tie for number one, <laughs> but this one is number 10. And this movie, I just recently found this out. Now, you know, it was real sad. The guy that built the Magic Castle in LA, he died. Yes. And it made me real sad. But I found out that he was the person in this movie. They wanted, they needed somebody to rip the tablecloth off and nobody could do it. So he came dressed up in the main character's outfit and did it himself. So he is in the movie doing the tablecloth pull. And I'm talking about not the Adams Family, but Adams Family Values. Oh, number 10. Go away! That is not my brother. Sorry. You have enslaved him. You have placed Vester under some strange sexual spell. I respect that. But please. May we see him? Don't even think about it. Uh, did you love it? I did love it. And so that's number 10? I did love Isn't it. Isn't that crazy though? He was in that movie? That is crazy. He I played, have to look for him he next played time. Gomez. He put Gomez's suit on and did the table pull. That's great. He did it for a lot of movies evidently. So. Wow. Get wow. out of my house. Wow. Hit the wow. road. And if you ever show your faces around here again, I'll have you locked up for trying to visit. Right, Fessy? Right! There you go. It's pretty cool. I, he, probably, he probably did it when Thelma Louise did it. Yeah. When, you know, and speaking of sad things, we don't have time enough on the show anymore to keep up with celebrities. I know. Who have passed. But I've just been seeing so many videos pop up of Dame Edna. Oh, and I the, forgot about that. The funniest. Yeah. The absolute. Uh, just on any talk show, talking to anyone. Hilarious, hilarious! And she, uh, one thing she said the other day reminded me of me and possibly us, but definitely me. And you know, the presenter he was saying, "So you know, Dame Edna, you've been a celebrity now for a while." And she said, "Oh, I'm not a celebrity. <laughs> uh, don't call, don't call me a celebrity. Who are celebrities really? But you know, tomorrow's non-entities. I've never been a celebrity. <laughs> I've been a, a legend, a mega star, but never a celebrity." And I thought that's like us and me specifically. Hats off to you, Dame Edna. Gone, but not forgotten. No, now we have a really great act on Cloud to Cloud. <laughs> I know. 
Adam's Family Values, Joan Cusack, should have, of course, won the Oscar. Of course. As Fester's wife. All right. Oh, laudy, laudy. Oh. Number nine. My stomach hurts. <laughs> 41, and we're doing a 1993 movie countdown. I'm going to try to work that into as many episodes as I can before we're not 41 anymore. <laughs> You're running out of time. I am. In my mind, I'm already starting to think, I'm in my, my 50s. So, because very stuff early. Yeah, it will. It will help. Because honestly, I think just frequently. Well, I'm in my fifties. Is it normal that I have this aerial washcloth? But <laughs> I just go on about my day. All right, Kendall, number nine. Oh, so fine. Oh my God. Oh my God. How oh my do you pick? God. I know. I don't know. How do? Where do you start? As one would say. Number nine. <laughs> it was a good year for sequels in 1993. I'm sure there were a few bombos, and this may have been one of them, but it's been talked about on our show dozens of times and definitely worthy of a long overdue Criterion release. I'm talking the tale kind of a journey and not the journey of Natty Gann but the journey of a family an impromptu family a made up family of two cops and Rosie O'Donnell from the DA's office it was not the first stakeout but it was another Stakeout. I didn't even see that one. That's another great movie. It's another Stakeout. Another one. And so if you have not seen another Stakeout, you do not need to see Stakeout 1 because <laughs> for the first decade of uh, me seeing this, I didn't even know it existed. And it's unnecessary. All you need to know is they're cops. You got it. The reason right. that I thought it's because it's simply a more expedient way of finding out whether or not they've heard anything about Delano. And how do you expect us to go about doing that? I know. Maybe we could just ask them if they have any friends in protective custody. Yeah, well, you know, it was not my idea. You happened to be the one who invited them over. I did not. You certainly did I invite did them. Not. Yes, you did. Not. You went, yes, not. yes, not. yes, not. yes, not. yes not. you not. did. You said as clear as day, why don't you come over for drinks? Oh, Maybe now, for dinner. That was Heck, not, no, let's no. have a party. No. That's what no, you no, no, said. No, 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 Yes, not. it is. Is that what he said? Technically, yes. So another is hilarious, and it has Kathy Moriarty, Richard Dreyfuss, Emilio Estevez, and all the greats. Rosie O'Donnell. There's a reason why she was chosen to play Betty Rubble. It's because she was one of the best movie stars of the '90s. Ding it, Kendall number nine. Another stakeout. Another stakeout. What a great one. Oh, it's just this gets harder and harder and harder because uh, you keep mentioning. I'm like, oh well, if I pick this, he'll pick that one. But then you mention one that I even see on there, and I'm like, oh god, it's Uh-oh. getting worse. It's getting harder. Uh oh, it, it's very hard. It's very hard, and we're all on the edge of oh, our seats. What is all that commotion about over there? 
I don't know, but here they're running. Oh, over they must be booth. loving our show. They, they probably are wanting us to come join them. For oh, that's, that must be it. Oh, 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 Something terrible oh, has happened. No. What, you can't hear us from the kitchen? No, you can't. We turned the volume off. The no, speakers no, are on. It's not about the show. There's been a murder. Oh, terrible news. Boys. Oh, I didn't know this was a murder mystery dinner. No, I didn't oh, either. Dear, it's not a murder mystery. Oh, good, because I hate those. Oh, dear, there's been an actual murder. <laughs> oh, my bowels oh, are the prepared to deal with what? murder most so, foul. Are we oh, in danger? My. Well, it goes to show, Kendall, there must be somebody wandering around who just did the murder. Well, I don't know. Unless did you they, see who murdered him? Did they did, run out? Maybe they killed themselves in one of those big showy suicides. <laughs> no, dear. Someone was stabbed in the back. Oh, 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 my bowels were not prepared for that. Oh, my. Oh, not on the carpet, Mr. No, who was it? Expensive carpet. Oh, dear. It was Mrs. Sugarbottom. Oh. Your I, distant cousin? Oh, 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 my. Cousin in my bowels. I believe we are many of us related here tonight. Uh, I don't know how they will ever, ever decide the murderer. No, dear, well, I have my suspicions. Oh, as do I. Oh, well, it's Why not proper to talk about it in front of the other dinner guests here, but I am certain I think I know who it is. Oh, no. Why don't you and I adjourn to the cloakroom and we'll lay out our suspect list? No, that's a wonderful idea. All oh, right. Yeah, what? You guys be careful. Be what? Somebody just got Please. stabbed in the back. Um, there they go. They just have no fear. Well, you know, both of them, they're justice warriors. Can you lock the booth door away? <laughs> no, because it's Charles Contractor. Oh, damn it. That was one of those parts. He put that the he, door on backwards. Yeah, he couldn't find, could not find your dinger or the lock. So, Good thing we don't need them. Well, not tonight, Kendall. It's a show about love. In 1993, can you believe it was 30 years ago? I can't believe a lot of things. <laughs> I can't believe 2000. 20 was three years ago. <laughs> I, somehow that I can I can. Well, that. okay. That was a bad example. Moving up the list to number eight. Oh, up the ladder to the roof. Mm. All right, Cliff. This one, oh, I think I can get away with this one. Without <laughs> me. I, I will say there's several on this list that I did like, but I would not dare to say them because there's too many other great ones. But oh, okay. this one I really did love, and I hope you agree with me. Um, it's a it's a lesser known movie, but I enjoyed it, and I watched it again recently to see if I still enjoyed it. And you know, it's a little dated, but still a great movie. It did involve the Terminator himself, which you're always like, what, huh? Um, but he played uh, an action hero, the last action hero. Oh. Did you ever see The Last Action Hero? I believe I did in 1993. Oh, it's so I was good. one of the few. Because this kid loved the movies, and he goes to see them, and he gets a magical golden ticket like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and he goes into the movies, and he's in there, he's like, this is all a big movie. <gasps> and Arnold Schwarzenegger's like, no, it's not. He's like, see, what you just did was like a movie. It, it's so meta and funny and hilarious, and I loved it. As I watched Last Action Hero, I thought of a line written by film critic Vincent Camby at least a decade ago, that with the homogenization of the American film industry, with escalating budgets and safe subjects, we were heading toward a time when, in a manner of speaking, there would be just one movie made in a year, and Last Action Hero could be that film. It has the number one movie star doing his thing and also commenting on it at the same time. Ultimately, he seems like he wants to get onto new territory, and so do we. I enjoyed chunks of Last Action Hero, but culturally, I think it may be more significant 
than it is entertaining. I was also disappointed in it, Gene, and also, like you, I was impressed by some of the stunt work, but then again, you can kind of manufacture stunts. The tricky part is to put them in a movie that is worth watching for two hours and keeps your interest. And here, I think one of the problems was this duality, because the the suspense scenes, when you're supposed to be really wrapped up in them, you are all undercut by the knowledge that it's the movie within the movie, and so something is going to happen uh, in such a way that what you're seeing isn't really what is going to be the payoff. I don't yeah. know if I made no, that no, no, clear. If you haven't watched it, Last Action Hero. I have not watched it in hmm, roughly three decades. No, I watched it last year. Did you? Because I, I got it on DVD again. Finally, so I have to. And it, you, th you think it holds up enough for me and the listeners to watch? Yeah. All right. As much as any other movie we watch. I mean, it's like it <laughs> okay. has some datedness to it, but it's still really good. Because I do not remember liking it. Of course, I was eleven. Yeah. Could be great. Maybe it flew over my head at eleven. Maybe it did. And I remember it. I do remember it because. It had a huge promotion. Like it had yeah. cups and was that, I'm sure it was at McDonald's or whatever. Bomo. But the, the best part is that like they come back to real life. He mm -hmm. brings Arnold Schwarzenegger back to real life. And Arnold Schwarzenegger plays Arnold Schwarzenegger in the movie at the end. And like him and Maria Shriver are like at an award show. It's just, I'm like, this is too great. Too great. Too great. Some things are too great. And well, maybe that one is. You decide. You decide. Oh, my heavens. God? I guess the last action hero's on the list. Yep, it is. At number eight. Hey, there were a lot. That, that's the only one that's questionable. <laughs> All the rest of them that I liked, I did not mention because I would have been punched in the face. Right. And vetoed out of the room. <laughs> All right, let me. Uh, There'd be another murder. Uh huh. Oh, I forgot about that murder. You better not forget. There's a murderer on the loose. I'd already forgotten. We, do we have an alibi? We, we were doing the show. We were been recording Thank this whole time. God. So we're the, you know, the most in the clear. And AI will not do Cliff and Kendall. We tried. It tried to belch and then it just died. <laughs> All right, number seven. So I guess it's probably it might be too early to do like a five way tie. Uh, <laughs> Save it. <laughs> number seven, I'm going to say is, wow. Oh, now this. <gasps> you want to talk star-studded. And just so fantastical, there should have been ten more. Why weren't there? This is a movie about, it's another movie about a family. A lot of family stuff back there in the 90s. And this was a family, and like the Adams family, they're not your average family. <laughs> Why? They're actually, where are they from? France. And what do they like to do? Consume mass quantities, just like Cliff and Kendall. And their heads, are they good for hats? No, because they're cone heads. The Coneheads. Oh, Conehead. Your breathing has become erratic. A torg for your thoughts? Elder, are you content with me? Of course. Why would I not be? Now, I would like to enter my star face. Let us suppose for some reason my life functions ceased. What would you do? I would incinerate your carcass in the tradition of Ovidar the Obtuse and put it in a clean, dry place. Would you find a new Ginetto mate to bring to our guest chamber and propagate? Ah, 
my most precious one. I would collapse, I would draw the shades, and I would live in the dark. I would never get out of my slar pad nor clean myself. My fluids would coagulate, my cone would shrivel, and I would die, miserable and lonely. The stench would be great. Kendall with the, all the stars of yeah, Saturday yeah, Night yeah. Live. Love it. Present, past, and future. So I'm not going to list the stars because we don't have time. We don't have time. The show's not long enough. So many. And you've just got to see. And it's, why weren't there more Coneheads movies? Was there ever a sequel? No. No. I thought I remembered one, but maybe I'm crazy. Now, it may have bombed as hard as Last Action Hero. <laughs> I don't know. But I do know that I loved the Coney, it's hilarious. I did too. Now, I haven't seen that in a long time. I need to watch that again. You de- it's, it is funny all the way through. It, Chris Farley is hilarious. There's great Subway promotional uh, <laughs> thing where he, you know, inhales one whole, like, 12-inch. Yeah, my grandfather's from the old country. Oh, really? Which one? Mm, I'm not sure. One of the big ones. Oh. Wow! My mom's the only other woman I've ever known who could take a sandwich like that. <laughs> so a foot long. And it's just great with Beldar and Primat and the daughter and Chris Farley. It's uh, et cetera, et cetera, and too many stars and a galaxy of stars. The Coneheads, Kendall number seven. I love it. I is did it, love it. Is it the best Saturday Night Live sketch turned movie? I don't know what the best one is. One would of the be. top ten, for sure. Definitely Ooh, one of the top that's ten. That's another countdown. But, Cliff, stop the presses. Stop Hold em. the phone. Hold them. Put down your pencils. Put it down. We've got an emergency. Oh, my God. Is it to do with the murder? They found the killer. No. Better. Mm. We've got a surprise trivia oh. segment. That's, I, hope, I thought maybe a surprise gift giving. Uh, no. no. Okay. Nope. All right. Uh, this is all about the 90s, since we're talking about the best movies of 1993. Oh, you mean this is a surprise round of Smells Like 90s trivia? That's it. Oh, my God. Since you did so poorly on uh, the 80s tubular trivia, I thought I'd hit you with another. I think you picked out hard ones Oh, Cliff, no, week. I just picked it right out, like a magic trick, right out of the deck. It was magic how bad I did. All oh, right. I think, oh, God, you're going to do better with this one. Let's uh, hope. I get right. to, now, to be clear, if I get all five on this card, I do get to pick the next 100 themes of the episodes. Sure. There's at least always a sports question, so we're, we, we've got a built-in... You got a, you've gotten sports questions before. Sometimes they're multiple I didn't choice. Say I, did I get them right? Yeah, it was multiple choice. And oh, you picked well, the right one. You're not getting multiple choice. All right, Cliff. Kathy Bates. Yes. Won the Oscar for Best Actress in 1990 <gasps> for what movie? Oh, it's... She won an Oscar for what the listeners are feeling right now. <laughs> Misery. You got that one right. I knew you'd get that one. All right. Four in, more. In 1999. Yes, I remember it well. Who had the biggest selling album ever? by a teenage artist. Was it the legendary Miss Britney Spears? <gasps> yes. Oh. I was like, if you missed that one, you're in trouble. In what 1990 sitcom 
the brothers Brian and Joe Hackett, along with their friend Helen, attempt to run an airline in Nantucket. Oh, one of those things. Wings. Did you love Wings? I don't think I watched it back then. Well, I don't really know it. You had to kind of watch it because it was in between Friends and Seinfeld. So, it was, you know, no. you, it was one of those things that the TV was on. <laughs> it was on. That was when I took my bathroom break. Okay. Um, I had to go get my wings. But what was the political reason for NHLer Jerome Jarg to wear jersey number 68? It was to do with Nelson Mandela. No. No. Uh, Prague was invaded in 1968. And and Nelson Mandela was not for that. He was not in Prague. In 19... Well, maybe. I don't know. In 1990, what fast food restaurant made headlines after opening a location in Moscow? Moscow. Was it a Moscow Mickey D's? Yeah. was a Moscow Mickey D's. Four out of five. Well, at least this time I got out with my dignity intact. You did. You did. That's, that's something. Oh, uh, that's something, Candle. Oh, my goodness, dear. Sorry to barge in like this, dear, but we think we have a, a winner, dear, for the murder suspect. Oh, yes. We've been talking to Mr. Sweetums, and we think that it was something to do with the sugar reserve in South Bushletown. Oh. Well, why do you think it was him? Yeah, oh, what? Dear, there was chocolate on the knife. Oh, and you see, it was Mr. Sweetums. He had chocolate on his hands. Oh. Were there any, did anybody else have chocolate at the uh, table? It was early for chocolate. It was some kind of chocolate appetizer oh, we didn't get to try. They did set out some, some before dinner mints that had chocolate in them. Oh. We didn't think about that, dear. Maybe, maybe someone else had touched chocolate, too. Oh, we need to go interview the other suspects. Uh, and, dear, of we'll, course, the butler as well. We'll be right back, dear. We'll let you know what we find. <laughs> butler! Well. I don't know what to say to that one. Don't, I just hope they find the right person. I do, too. I, just, I feel like we're sitting ducks. Do you? Yeah. Sitting ducks. <laughs> well, we're, we're in this we're, booth. It doesn't lock. What if the murder is on the loose and he wants to make a point? Well, obviously the murder is on the loose, and he must have wanted to make some point for all those murders. But we'll see. Then why aren't you on her? Uh, that'll keep him away. I'm more worried about. Why did we get some of those before dinner mints? <laughs> I told you I wanted some of anything they had. What? They were not invited, and there was not enough food for us. <gasps> Moving up the list to number. What will it? What will it be? There's so many sides to the six. All right, Cliff, number six. Now, be handsome or brave, a king or a slave. It's all up to me. What What could it be? be? What could it be? It's number six. Okay, that would have been better for number three. But we'll (laughs) we'll save it. Uh, Cliff, this movie was also one that I watched. Over and over and over and over again. Mm. So good. It really deserves to be number one, but there are just so many number ones. But, you know, I, I felt like, no me how, how many times I watched this movie, it's like I was doing it all, same first time, all over again. Just because it just had that great repetitiveness, is that a word? To it. I'm talking, it's cold out there. Groundhog Day. Oh, was that in 93? Yes. Wow. What a great movie. What a great movie. I just watched it again on Groundhog Day. <laughs> wow. Don't you want that movie? Um, no? I don't know that I love it. 
I'm this is this is an eye-opening countdown. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, for all all the, involved, all the wrong reasons. <laughs> it's another one uh, I'm gonna have to add to the list because I did not even write it down. Oh my gosh! How how could you forget? Now, what I want to know, and I'll make you a deal. All right, I will forgive and forget and wholeheartedly support your inclusion of Groundhog Day on this countdown if it was released right around Groundhog Day. Can you look up the release date that it came out into theaters? Groundhog Day is, of course, February 2nd. So I want to know, could I have seen it in theaters on Groundhog Day? If so, I'll give it a pass. Why? Why would you not? This is pitiful. A thousand people freezing their butts off waiting to worship a rat. What a hype. Crowd like they used to mean something in this town. They used to pull the hog out and they used to eat it. You're hypocrites. All of you. You got a problem with what I'm saying, Larry? Untie your tongue and you come out here and talk, huh? Am I upsetting you, princess? You know, you want a prediction about the weather. You're asking the wrong film. Well, no, it should have been, but I'm saying why would that matter if you gave it a release? Because that puts it over the edge for me. What What was Groundhog Day? February 2nd. Uh, it was released on February 12th, 1993. Oh, the worst. Why you not? knew that. No, I didn't. Why, why didn't they release Christmas movies January 6th? What a great day. Oh, God. Well, Cliff, they tried to, but the groundhog <gasps> did not see its shadow, and it held <gasps> up production. <laughs> it said three more weeks of not having this movie. Oh, that, you know, that brings its, ooh, ooh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it, but that's what a sour taste that leaves That is mouth. weird, though. It's not very weird. It's very weird. If it had been called Valentine's Day, like that Gary Marshall movie, I could see it February oh, 12th. Oh, wait. Well, okay, that was international. Oh, well, maybe it was released US. on February 4th, which is still, and it's always February 2nd. Scott. Mm-hmm. It should have been the week before. Hmm. Mm. Well, the Library of Congress, Congress selected the film for preservation in the National Film Registry, so it's got to be good. That uh, does it. <laughs> oh, I even watched the musical, like where somebody filmed it online. There was a musical? Yeah, it's a Broadway musical. It's still on Broadway. It's still on Broadway? Oh, yeah. No, it's not. If this musical is still on Broadway, (laughs) I will give it a pass. I want to know if somebody can buy a ticket for it tonight. Let's see. Uh, Right now, it is, yes, in London and in U.S. regional productions. So, no. And it won Not on Broadway. What? In London and U.S. regional productions oh, does not mean well, Broadway. I thought you meant if it was running still. It also won the Laurence Olivier Award for Best New Musical. Well, Laurence Olivier, he's known for bad taste. Well, In musicals, especially. What are you going to do, Kendall? What are you going to do? I'm going to leave it just as an eye-opening moment. All right. My eyes are open. <laughs> my eyes, unfortunately, have never been opener. I would love to close them just a little bit more. <laughs> Back to where they went. But, Kendall, I have a feeling that I can't because there's some kind of segment we're supposed to do. And if only I knew what it was, 
I would do it. What would you do? Uh, what would I do? Whoa, 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 whoa. What would you do? What would you do, 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 Oh, my God. Kendall. What would I do? All right, I have a situation for you. All right. Let's say one day you're in the park on the swings. You're swinging, swinging. And then you swing just a little bit too high. Uh-oh. You fly out of the swing. But you don't land on the land. You fly up through the stratosphere into another dimension. And you land on a sort of deserted island in this other dimension where the sun is sort of purple. And the people that you meet are not like the people that you meet each day. That's what I was thinking. The people that you meet are... Amelia Earhart and Tupac Shakur and Elvis Presley and the Lindbergh baby. What would you do, do, do? Uh, um, Well, you know, there's a lot of great minds there. A lot of great minds. Mm. Um, And, you know, now they got me. (laughs) So, as a team, we put our heads together and figure out how to get off the island and come back. And of course it's a huge failure. And then we just decide that we're gonna live out the rest of our life like Gilligan's Island, have a great time. <laughs> there you go. We having coconut pie in no time. That's not such a bad life. I, I could reenact episodes of Cliff and Kim for the rest of them because <laughs> we wouldn't have any way to play them, you know. Well, oh, that's a shame. Hopefully I took a my iPhone, had all the shows on them because <laughs> They are in for a treat. And you had to work out some kind of charger powered by a <laughs> bicycle. By a bicycle. We could figure that out. Yeah. They'd be like, this is what the world has come to? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's it's even worse. worse. <laughs> All right, Cliff, you. Me? Have been chosen to accompany Jake Gyllenhaal. Of course. At the Royal Opera. Oh. In London, playing the piano while he sings. Now, so you see the issue. <laughs> I do. You don't play the piano. An evil, I wonder how I was even up for... <laughs> debate. Well, you probably lied on that vacation. (laughs) I I wouldn't put it past you. But an evil, devious genie appears. Mm. And he says, I can make you play the piano just as good as Kendall. Virtuoso. However, (laughs) I could either do that for you, or I could fix a real big problem for somebody else. But whatever, whatever it is you want, anything, you have to choose. What do you do? I only get to be as good as you. I said virtuoso. A <laughs> virtuoso. Do I have the this best. certificate? Print it out. Yeah. Um, ooh, ooh. I mean, ooh, sure, I guess. Ooh. Sure, you guess what? I'll be, I'll be the pianist. He'll be the pianist. He'll be it. Too bad you could have solved <laughs> world hunger. Would I really? Well, yeah. Mm, I bet would, ge- he needs a genie. Knows what he's doing. He would have turned it around <laughs> some way. Tell yourself what you got to tell yourself to get through the day, Cliff. He he would have go tickle those ivories. Taken away the weapons, and that's when the aliens came. Ooh, they could take them away. Kendall. Yeah. You are at the thrift mart, and you find something that you think looks kind of cool. It's roughly the size of a Rubik's Cube, and it's obviously a little kind of puzzle box. And so you're fiddling with the puzzle. You can't really get it open. You take it home one night, and you know you go up into your attic. It's the only way you can get away 
from the Susan yeah. and the baby. So you got to go hide in the attic. And you maybe the dogs up there too. I don't know. But you're in the attic. You're fiddling with your puzzle box. And you solve it. And it opens. And then also, so does a door to another dimension. And not a fun one with celebrities. But a dimension of hell. Ooh. And in come these chains. These chains just fly in. And they have big fish hooks on the end of them. And they rip into your body and they flay your flesh. And you are tied up immobile with these hellish chains and hooks. And, you know, big flaps of skin and fat are hanging off everywhere. And you can't get free. And then in come the Cenobites. And they say that they have such sights to show you and that there is no distinction between pleasure and pain. What would you do? Well. <laughs> Remember, there are big flaps of skin and fat hanging on. I mean, you know, first of all, I could, I could go for a shave of some of that fat. <laughs> so that probably helped out my looks. Um, but then I would, I would start, I would go around and tell people, you know, the, the terrors of the chains and how <laughs> you too could forge these chains in life. And I would sing a song like I'd, I'm Kendall and Kendall. I don't know. I'd, I'd make the most of it. <laughs> what else are you going to do? You are going to be a bloody pile of meat and bones. Well, that's if that's my lot in life. Then so be it. So be it. So be it. Ding, ding that dinger. So be it. Ding that dinger. Cliff, you've decided... To put in a pool behind the building you're currently living in, because guess what? I hope nobody minds. You won a sweepstake. Oh, a pool sweepstake. Paying for all of it, and the building said, "Sure, why not?" Because you'll invite people over. They'll, they'll think you'll be pool parties. Um, when they start digging, they find an old burial site under there. A whole bunch uh -oh. of those old original Busheltown natives. Uh oh. You know that if you alert the authorities. There goes the pool. Oh, not the pool. But you could just keep quiet and pave right over it. What are you gonna do? Kendall, you fool. <laughs> you know what I would do. I would give all the bodies to the museum or whatever. And then, I, you know, once they were firmly mummified in the museum next to the gift shop, then I would keep on with the pool. All right, that permit process is going to take forever. You'll, you'll have that pool by the time you're 74. <laughs> God, I hate bureaucracy. <laughs> That's what you get. All right, well, I want to ask you about this. Kendall, well, this sounds like you. You buy the last tub of cookie dough ice cream mm. at the store, and somebody else, they were reaching for it, and you just snapped it. Unfortunately, the person who was reaching for it, well, they were an evil genie. Oh, and you no. have PO'd them. You pissed them off, Kendall. And bam, zoom, you're cursed. And here's the curse. Every time you try to get dressed, your clothes fly right back off your body. And like your body's you know, repelling the clothes. Mm -hmm. So as soon as you pull up your pants, they just pull themselves right back down. And you put on a shirt, it just flies off, flings itself across the room. Kendall happens with every article of clothing you try. What? would you do? Well, the joke's on the genie, because that happens already. Anyway, 
I would build a little um, square like enclosure. Square that has, enclosure. That has like drapes all around it. And I was just rolling around while I walked. It, it's like a square, non-touching moo-moo, which does not, not sound amazing anyway. <laughs> you just kind of poke your head out the curtains to talk to yeah. people. Or I'd find a witch and have the curse reversed. <laughs> no, it's not an option. <laughs> well, then going with the box. All right, the box, the box. One more for you, Cliff. All right. You are on stage at a concert. Sounds right. It's pouring rain. Because mm. uh, it's the stage outdoors, obviously. The stage begins to get electrified. You see the electricity coming towards you, and you must jump to avoid being electrocuted on stage mm-hmm. where you were meant to die on stage. But on one side of the stage is a huge vat of frogs just ribbiting around. Why did I agree to perform here? You didn't know about the frogs. Uh, you, I obviously, listen. you put it in your contract. They didn't read that part. Mm. But on the other side, well, Cliff, again, I don't know why these people are there, but the whole group of the most hated people in the world, I'll let you choose who those people are. But you have to jump into one of them. What do you do? Well, I don't jump into either of them. What I do, of course... Go out with the bag. No, is I, like all celebrities must, I would assume, doesn't that frighten you when you see video people performing in the pouring yes. rain. Yes. Like I don't I don't care for Taylor Swift. I, I wouldn't bother me if she was electrocuted in Wembley Stadium. But I've seen you know video of her just and she's sopping away like she's in the shower. And that she and you know every, a lot of people do that. It's not just her. But I've seen her recently and I'm thinking, Taylor, aren't you about to be electrocuted to death? Well in real life, no. Because they have something called shock blocks that all the electricity runs through that protects people from that. Because they use them on film sets, uh-huh. too. But in this case, they forgot to put them on. <laughs> uh, well, I wear, of course, big, thick rubber sole shoes. And I take one leg and I kick the electrified wire over to the frogs, zaps them. And then I take my other leg and kick the electrified wire over into the you know mosh pit of horrible people that are here to see my show for some reason. I don't know why. But I guess... They were at a protest. May, oh, okay. <laughs> well, then, you know, zaps them, and then I, you know, we go on with the show, baby, three on course. Damn, what a elegant solution. <laughs> what an elegant solution. The elegant Captain Hook. That's all I do. That's all I would do, too. Okay, now it's all I would do. All right. Where are we at on this countdown? We are so high up in it that I've got to go take a break. I don't care if they've recorded it off as a murder scene or not. You must come quick, dear. We think it's the butler. We need your help to subdue him. Oh, yes. For some reason, all of the knives in the kitchen had the butler's fingerprints on them. Oh, my. Well, let's go back to the butler. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Uh, Let's just interrogate this guy real quick. Oh, it's a good thing, dear. Hey, you've made it this far into the show. It'd be a shame to give up now. Cliff and Kendall will be right back after the break. Log of the Starship Enterprise, stardate 5943.7. Captain Kirk, this is Lieutenant Uhura. Mr. Spock is ready to patch in. Go ahead, Mr. Spock. I'm on the surface of the destroyed barbarian planet now, Captain. Destroyed? What do you see, Mr. Spock? The surviving inhabitants are in a dreadful condition. It seems they can't control their limbs, and their minds are dull and useless. Fascinating. They seem to be in a state identical to that curious 20th century earth disease called hard drug abuse. I suspect it has destroyed all meaningful life on this wretched planet. A tragic find, Mr. Spock. As a Vulcan, I find the need for hard drugs to be totally illogical. But as a half-human Spock, surely you can appreciate the suffering that hard drug abuse causes. 
we can only hope that other civilizations will not make the same mistake. And now, welcome back to the show. I am a Cliff, it was not the butler. Oh, no, I don't think it was him. He had a good alibi. You know, he was watching stuff on YouTube on his phone the whole time. So, you know, you can look that back up in the internet history. And so, I think I think it was not him. I agree, Kendall. I hope that the, they don't wrongly arrest him. I, I don't think. They're still looking. They're looking for somebody else now. There's, oh, yeah, and there goes the butler. I guess they've allowed him to leave. He, it wasn't him. But, man, Mrs. Potter, but a better term. It's not about him. They are tough investigators, tough and interrogators. They are. Several of their business world friends were just in tears after being, you know, just questioned and questioned so harshly. I think so it was harshly. the bowel attack they had to sit in <laughs> while they were being investigated. Well, they play good cop bowel attack. <laughs> it works. It works. It's a, they almost got a confession out of the butler before we got there. <laughs> it's a proven method. All right. No, we're oh, but this countdown. Everybody, this is a countdown of 1993, 30 years ago. <gasps> On a night just like tonight. <gasps> all of these. I feel like all of these I just went and I just rented them at the video store. <laughs> just over uh, and over and over again. Oh yeah. Number 5 Kendall, I hope it doesn't bother you. Hope it doesn't ruffle your feathers. But number five is a four-way tie. Oh my God. And it does ruffle my feathers already. <laughs> well, now you know how I felt you know, sitting through last action hero. Go ahead, see what happens. <laughs> well, I, what I know is gonna happen is you are going to bravo every one of these. And number five, A. This was a story about a man. Can you guess it? The man story. Close. It was a story. Philadelphia story. No. <laughs> it was a story about a man who was trying to provide for his family. Falling down. No. And what he was doing, of course, oh, it resulted in what? Something. What, what is that over there? Bubbling up. Bubbling crude? From, this is a story of a man named Jed at the big screen. Is that 932? Finally, on the big screen, the Beverly Hillbillies. With Jim Varney, even. Yes, another star-studded cast. Lily Tomlin, Cloris Leachman, you can't go on. Is a doctor in? No doubt about it. What's ailing you, Fat Elmer? I ate too much cheese. Now I can't burp. Can you fix me, Granny? 
a great cameo by Dolly Parton. This is a movie that is hard to find on DVD, as is evidenced by me not having it, and it is worthy of a Criterion release, The Beverly Hillbillies. Now on to 5B. 5B is, well, it had a misleading title because it was actually kind of lengthy. But what I loved about it was, you know, sort of how Mrs. Potter, Butter, Butter, and Mr. Snobbin, they're cracking this case here tonight. I could watch them solve anything, and I could also watch Julia Roberts solve anything, even if she's trying to get to the bottom of the Pelican Brief. Oh, the Pelican Brief. From Alan J. Pakula, director of All the President's Men and Presumed Innocent. The Supreme Court of the United States, the ultimate symbol of law and order. But in a single night, two of its justices will be brutally assassinated. Everyone is assuming that the motive is hatred or revenge. What if the issue involved old-fashioned material greed? A thousand miles away in New Orleans, a lone law student has pieced together who did the killings and why. John Grisham's Pelican. Remember when the lawyers of John Grisham ruled the silver screen? Oh, yeah. And another one Grisham from... Grisham and Grisham and Young. Grisham, Grisham and Young. Exactly. They couldn't have said it better myself. Did you love the Pelican Brief? I loved it. I vaguely remember it. Yeah. I watched it's been it a while. over all the times that you were watching Last Action Hero and Groundhog Day. I was watching the Pelican well, Brief. I was confused as a kid. I didn't like Pelicans, and I was like, I don't get it. Well, I understand your confusion. All right, five C. Here we go. <laughs> five C. Now this one, Kendall. This one is a bit controversial, so I'll go through it quickly. Oh God. But this one is my favorite of the Woodsy Allen films, <gasps> and it's also not unlike what's happening tonight. Also enjoyable watching them solve a murder. Woodsy Allen himself and Diane Keaton in Manhattan murder mystery. That was We're, a good one. It was. Uh, God, all these movies in 93, I missed even so many of them. A lot. He was with this young model type and they were talking about money. Well, so what? So that's, that's the not, motive. What? Hey, listen to me. Come what here. What are you talking Come about? Here. Wait a minute. Come, Come here. here. Look, what do you look, mean, Look, I've been Larry? thinking about you. What I you think mean? you got to see you. I gotta, you, you, you got to go back to your shrink. Huh? I want you to see Larry. Dr. Ballard again. Larry, I'm I went for two years. Yeah, I know, but you, come, you know how General on. Motors will recall defective Larry. cars? you got to go in for two now. You'll be in and out in five minutes. No, no. Five, I, only... I'm telling you, I'm your husband. I command you to sleep. Sleep. I command it. I command it. Larry, all I can tell you is that this has been a few years. 5D. It sounds like an apartment number. 5D. Um, where are you going? 5D. 5D, it's serendipitous that it would be D. Because I'm going to recite one of the big lines from this movie. Let's see if you can guess it from one line. You okay. think you can name it in one word? Maybe. No, I doubt it. <laughs> Hello! Oh. Help is on the way, dear. <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire. Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, I wrote it down, Mrs. Do It Fire. It's <laughs> autocorrected. Oh, shit. Oh. 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 Can I give you a hand? Oh, no, dear. I don't need a hand. I need a face. A face. Are you sure? Oh, definitely. 
Monsieur Le? The water's boiling. Hello! Ah! Oh, I'm sorry to frighten you, dear. I must look like a yeti in this getup. This is my nightly meringue mask, part of my beauty regimen. What it is is basically egg whites, creme fraiche, powdered sugar, vanilla, and a little touch of alum. There you go, dear. Oh, there you go. You've got your cream and your sugar now. It's a little cappuccino. One drop or two. Would you like another one? Oh, there you go. <laughs> the whole time, Kendall. The whole time. The whole time. Oh, my gosh. Of course, it has some jokes that have not aged well, but it has so many that have. I was listening to the musical on the way here. Really? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Did you love 5D, Mrs. Doubtfire? I Sally did. Field, she should have won another Oscar for this. Yeah. That they would have liked her. They really liked her. They would have the whole time. It's just so good. What so. number two, dear? <laughs> I love it. I love Mrs. Doubtfire. A, oh, last week was a drive-by fruiting that Mary <laughs> countdown that we did. All right. that that Those four Whew, are number right. five. I'm exhausted from your <laughs> countdown of your but number five countdown. <laughs> Oh, number four, Cliff. Oh, this is where it starts to really get hard. This one you better be because I don't know. I mean, all the rest of them should be number one. So I don't. Yeah. I don't even know how to approach this. I don't want to be smacked here. <laughs> hey, if it needs to be a five-way countdown, then no, you, you know, follow your heart. Okay, okay. This one I, I do love is one of the first movies I ever had on DVD. Yeah. But there's so many other ones that that deserve to be up there, number one, you know, in, in our world. So I'm, I'm going to put this one down at number four, even though it took so long to make this movie. Some say it took 65 million years in the making to try to make this movie. I'm talking Jurassic Park. Whoa. I told you. I told you. But you need that piece over here. And that piece, look, will have landed by the time you get it right. Come along. They all should be number one at mm, this point. I don't know the rest of them. You any, don't know? <laughs> no. I, what have I possibly missed that would be, I know two of the rest of them. Oh my God, I have one, two, three. I have three, three more amazing ones. Amazing it, ones? That absolutely have to be number one. Well, there's a clear number one. And well, I, yes, no, there's a clear one. There's a clear number one. To me, I thought I would have put Jurassic Park at number two. Well, and I would have too. But I was like, oh, but these other ones. And I was afraid you'd smack me if I didn't include these. So I, I, we'll see. Are you trying to make room for the Super Mario Brothers? No. Movie? That was one I had to keep off the list or I would have been punched. Are you, are you trying to make room for Free Willy? No. Sleepless you, in Seattle. You just missed some, too. I must, apparently. All right. Well, oh, well. Jurassic Park. Yeah. Lowballed at number four. That's coming Tied from me. For number one. <laughs> That's coming from me. This is lowball. I, of course, I, I want. I, here's the thing. Well, I would have done one A, B, C, and D, but <laughs> you've already done that. Now, we're going to do another deal because if you can tell me. The number of times I saw Jurassic Park in the theater in 1993, the summer of 93, I will forgive you for putting it so low. Twelve. Oh, okay, no, I'm not a machine. <laughs> Half it. Six. That means you are not forgiven. All right. All right, number three, because I don't know what the hell. There's one that I must have forgotten. Well, so I only have one left. Now I've got, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, my God. 
And number three, this movie took a long time to make. Some people say it took people 65 million hours to make this movie because every time the motion starts, it stops. And it's a tale as old as time. It's a tale that should have 50 sequels by now. What the fuck was Disney Plus ever for if it was not for a sequel to this? Our two favorite holidays rolled into one. You got your Christmas and my Halloween. No, you got your Halloween and my Christmas. It's The Nightmare Before Christmas at number... Ah, what's that? Wormswort. And frog's breath. What's wrong? I thought you liked frog's breath. Nothing's more suspicious than frog's breath. Until you taste it, I won't swallow a spoonful. I'm not hungry. I'm eager to see what could well, possibly be number two. And that was my number two. Okay. Um, because my number three. Yeah. So I, d- I don't want to say it, like, but that's just where we've landed now. That's where we've landed. Um, this one, I cannot believe you have failed to mention it. How did I must have? I must have I, missed it. You, you're gonna need to go on a worldwide apology tour for missing this one because okay. it is also a sequel. It's not another stakeout, but. This person had also a cop had to get back in the habit. Sister Act Two. Oh, now you know what I'm talking about, don't you? I do. Now, this is already controversial. This whole episode. <laughs> I would not include Sister Act Two on a top ten list. I would include Sister Act 1 on the top 10 list of great films of all time, obviously. Okay. But I, I wouldn't. Okay. But if you feel good about saying Sister Act 2 is better than Jurassic Park (laughs) and The Nightmare Before Christmas, then, Kendall, in the spirit of 93, I'm going to go with God. I have this funny problem with my ears. I don't like a lot of noise, so maybe you could do it quietly. Thank you so much. I'd like to introduce myself. My name is Sister Mary Clarence, and I am... Your mama? (laughs) No, sir, let's talk about your mama, who's so dumb she got hit by a parked car. (laughs) Thank you. Gonna do Let's try attendance. But that's what's it. They're all tied for number one. Well, it's, you know... Mama said there'd be days like this. There'd be days like this. My mama said. (sighs) All right, Kendall, I just saw they all tie for number one, like the Muppet movies. Thank God the Muppets didn't release the movie this year. We would have been up (laughs) shit creek for sure. But anyway, Kendall, um, anything with Whoopi Goldberg, you know I'm there too, please, on the aisle. Number one. Let's all say it together, listeners. It's time for a little bit of. Hocus, uh, the firm. Hocus. No, hocus. The firm. I'm going to give you a firm slap in the face. Hocus. Hocus. Kendall, would you please, for God's sake, twist the bones and bend the back? Bubble, bubble. I'm in trouble. Tell me, friend, what is this contraction? I call it a bus. A bus. A what? And its purpose? To convey gorgeous creatures such as yourselves to your most forbidden desires. <laughs> well, Nancy, we desire 
Hey, that may take me a couple of tries, but I don't think that'd be a problem. I'm falling up. Oh my God. And what I also want to say, what a great movie, number one. You know I love it. You know the, the listeners love it. And why are, oh, they're, oh, what are these? They oh. are everywhere. Oh. It's the police. Oh. The police are here. Oh, oh my goodness, did they caught the, the murderer. Yes, the authorities have arrived. <laughs> did you guys find out who it was? Oh, well, in a manner of speaking. <laughs> I mean, we were we were very close, dear. Yes, when the butler's brother confessed, we were right there at his left hand. Who <laughs> was the butler's brother? Did we even meet him? I don't know, he, maybe he was in the kitchen the whole I don't know, Kendall. I haven't really been taking note. My, I expect you to... Work up a eulogy, Kendall boy. Ooh, I better go get started. You better, but Kendall, unfortunately for all of us. Oh, bye. Oh, they went out. Oh, they, right, they, they were going to talk to police. They, they want to show them how good of a job they did. They do. They got to take their statement, yeah. probably. But anyway, Kendall, I don't want to make a bad impression, but it's time for our first oh, impression. Our first impression. <laughs> we all did. First, a last impression is just as good as a first impression. Just as good, Kendall. And this is a great segment. It's, let's clear the bitter air of the 1993 countdown and just go with our impressions. Alright. They might be mangled impressions. Well, I hope not. Alright, here we go. Here, I'll, you want me to go first? Yeah. While you get all that out of yeah. your system? The best government is a benevolent tyranny tempered by an occasional assassination. Yogi Bear. No, Nair. That was obviously the world's best Bullwinkle Moose. Bullwinkle. Been too long. Been too long. All right, here we go. A gentleman need not know Latin, but he should at least have forgotten it. Um, your old army drill sergeant. Oh, Cliff, that was of course, of course, of course, Dr. T. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> okay. See now you hear it. Now I hear it. All right. A tragic situation exists precisely when virtue does not triumph, but when it is still felt that man is nobler than the forces which destroy him. I don't know if I'm right, but I can't remember the name of the character. The the droopy dog. But. No, you can remember the name of this character. <laughs> so you're not right. Okay, then I'm wrong. Well, listen again. <laughs> sure to get on the second time. <laughs> A tragic situation exists precisely when virtue does not triumph. Oh, is that Forrest Gump? Duh! <laughs> <laughs> Well, Mama said I'd be like some chocolate. I told you. you. Never know what impression you're gonna. I get. told you that you, if you heard it again, you get. Well, okay, okay. When you're right, you're right. Uh, stupid is, stupid does. Yeah, don't be afraid to make a mistake. You're re- No, that's not good. Uh, let me try that again. Jay Leno. Yeah, don't be afraid to make a mistake. Your readers might like it. Uh, it's a terrible impression. You're not gonna get it from that. Was not Jay Leno. It was not Jay Leno. Uh, it was before Jay Leno's before. time. Before? I mean, or way earlier than that. Steve Allen. No. Who? Bugs Bunny. Uh-huh. Yeah, what's up, Doug? It was terrible. I told you it was terrible. Well, 
I didn't lie. God. Candle said there'd be days like this. There'd be days like this. Uh, Candle said. All right. I've got another one for you here, Candle. All right. I must create a system or be enslaved by another man's. I will not reason and compare. My business is to create. Uh, that has to be Janice. Janice! Oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. Oh. All right. <clears throat> Finally, for me, Cliff. All right. Science without religion is lame. Religion without science is Blind. That was Groot. Oh, Cliff, that was E.T. Uh, I've been doing the voice for my baby while I'm reading the book. Oh, my. I thought you got that immediately. God, every time you do it, put a nickel in a jar called therapy. <laughs> well, Kendall, I've got to get out there. I don't care if somebody was murdered. i got to see what is left on that I was going to say, there's a lot of food board. that has been untouched. Yes, and I'm going to go touch it All right, we'll, right now. <laughs> we'll be here next week. Uh, where else would we be? Just like that Just and just and just like that We're in an evening gown Going downtown I'm gonna take a taxi We're in an evening gown Going downtown You do not have to ask me Sex in the city after dark Sex in the city in the park Sex in the city after dark Sex in the city in the park Park, 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 park I am I'm the carry I am the carry I am the carry Bradshaw I am the carry Just like that.